Welcome to Single Mom MD. We bond together in this community to help single moms, both MDs and DOs, get the support we need when we need it. I'm Dr. Gail Clifford, and I'm here to help my colleagues have an easier time of it than I did. Enjoy the podcast and join us in the Single Mom MD community. Pick up our article, Genius Things to Do on Sunday for a Successful Week at Work, at singlemommd.org backslash mom. Today we're going to focus on how single mom physicians can achieve financial independence and really take control of our lives. In today's episode, we're diving deep into the concept of financial independence and how it can truly be calculated and achieved. Buckle up, because we're about to challenge some common assumptions and redefine what it means to be financially independent. Now, first, I want to explain why I think this is a fairly flawed definition. The idea behind financial independence is often centered around the notion that your positive, um, your passive income, typically generated through investments, is enough to sustain your lifestyle. But here's the question, enough for what? Many people define enough based on their current standard of living. For example, they might say, as soon as I reach $5,000 a month in passive income, I'll be financially independent. But first, I think we need to know what that magic number is. So let's dive deeper into that concept first. That magic number or the amount of money you need to reach in order to quit your job and attain true financial independence. And then we'll talk about some of the arguments behind the magical milestone. So I've always thought that the power of that magic number is shown by the dreams we have of breaking free from this daily grind. We want to live our lives on our own terms. It doesn't seem as though we've quite received what we expected when we worked so hard to get into medical school. So the magical number represents a pivotal moment when you have accumulated enough financial resources, whether it's through savings, investments, or passive income, to confidently say goodbye to your job. It symbolizes the gateway to a life of freedom where you have the power to choose how you spend your time and energy. The magic number is a tangible goal and that drives your financial journey. It represents a level of financial stability and security that provides you with the confidence to pursue your passions, take risks, and explore new opportunities without the constraints of your traditional job. So let's just do a basic calculation of the magic number. Um, While there's no one-size-fits-all formula, it typically involves evaluating your current expenses, your desired lifestyle, and factoring in inflation and unexpected cost. So let's consider these steps. First, um, actually assess your expenses. Take a thorough look at your current monthly expenses and identify any areas where you can potentially reduce or eliminate costs. This exercise helps you gain clarity on your baseline financial needs. This can uh, also look like that first or early exercise we did about what you owe and what you own and then setting up your intentional spending. Next, it's important to define your desired lifestyle. Envision the life you want to lead after achieving financial independence. And I want you to dream big. I don't want you to feel like you're living like a pauper. Consider your passions, your goals, your aspirations. What experiences and activities are important to you? Understanding your desired lifestyle helps you determine the level of financial resources required to sustain it. Next, account for inflation and unexpected cost. Factor in the impact of inflation over time. Prices will rise and your financial needs may increase as you age. I would actually say they definitely will. 
Additionally, consider unforeseen circumstances like medical emergencies or major life events. Building a buffer into that magic number ensures that you're prepared for unexpected expenses. And finally, seek professional guidance. Consult with financial advisors or experts who can assist you in determining an appropriate target based on your specific circumstances and financial goals. So the persuasive power of financial independence lies in the fact that that magic number holds that power because it represents the realization of your financial dreams. Now, here's why I think that's so compelling. First, it allows you the freedom to pursue your passion. Reaching your magic number gives you the freedom to pursue your passions or your interests without being constrained by financial obligations. Whether it's starting your own business, traveling the world, or devoting more time to a cause you care about, financial independence opens doors to a world of possibilities. Next, it it allows you the flexibility and autonomy that you're probably craving. Imagine having the flexibility to choose how you spend your time, where you live, and how you contribute to society. Financial independence empowers you to make decisions on your own terms, granting you autonomy over your life's direction. Next, it reduces your stress and then will improve your well-being. Shedding that weight of financial worries can significantly improve your overall well-being. Financial independence alleviates the stress and anxiety associated with job security and living paycheck to paycheck, allowing you to focus on what truly matters in life and in love. Mostly, I think the best way to look at it is it enhances your work-life balance. And I like to call it life-work balance because I think you should have life before work. Uh, Achieving the financial independence means having the luxury of creating this life-work balance that aligns with your priorities. Whether it's spending more time with your children, pursuing personal hobbies, or taking care of your health, you can design a lifestyle that prioritizes your well-being and happiness. So this magic number really does represent more than just a financial goal for you. It embodies a key to unlocking a life of freedom, purpose, and fulfillment. Remember, the path to financial independence is unique to each individual, and your magic number may differ from someone else's. I actually expect it should, but it's essential to define your own aspirations and align your financial goals accordingly. However, one of the things I've recognized is the reasoning behind the current magic number does have some glaring holes. Because your current standard of living is not a fixed number, it's dynamic and it can change over time. The financial independence movement encourages us to consider reducing our living expenses. And you have the flexibility to downsize your living arrangements or make other adjustments. On the flip side, your standards might also increase. You might develop new preferences for the finer things in life. So defining enough solely based on your current standard of living is flawed. Moreover, Using your current standards as a benchmark for financial independence overlooks the fact that your lifestyle has evolved over the years. Think about it. Your living, your living standards at age 18 were different from age 22, which were different from age 26. Relying on your current standards to measure financial independence is arbitrary and fails to consider the fluctuations and changes throughout your life. So if we rethink this definition, recognizing that if the traditional approach falls short, How can we redefine financial independence? Let's take a fresh perspective. Financial independence can be seen as the point at which your passive income covers your basic needs. So this definition resonates with most of us because it acknowledges that expenses can be categorized into two camps, needs and wants. However, even this definition poses challenges. Distinguishing between needs and wants is more nuanced than it appears. For instance, housing is generally considered a need, 
but the specific cost of your rent or mortgage reflects a degree of want. The line between needs and wants can blur, making it difficult to quantify the bare minimum of what is necessary. Furthermore, your basic cost of living is not fixed. It changes as you go through different life stages. Expenses related to raising children, healthcare, and other unforeseen circumstances can significantly impact your financial needs. Should you readjust your financial independence benchmark every year? The dynamic nature of life makes it challenging to establish a concrete number to define financial independence. Now, the feeling of financial independence in light of these challenges is not merely a number or a destination. It's a state of mind and a philosophy of living. Financial independence is the art of having enough. It's about reaching a point where your potential passive income, typically generated through investments, provide you with the freedom to make choices based on hopes and desire rather than the fear or or obligation. Now, just visualize with me for a minute or picture this. You have enough passive income that covers your basic needs, giving you the option to pursue work that fulfills you, to take risks, and to live life on your own terms. Financial independence should empower you to make decisions driven by your passions, dreams, and aspirations rather than being tied down by financial considerations or constraints. So financial independence isn't a finish line. It's an ongoing journey. It's about finding a balance between your financial goals and the life you want to lead. By embracing the concept of enough and understanding that it can evolve over time, you can cultivate a mindset that allows you to live with purpose and fulfillment. And now I'm starting to have a different view of the word frugal, especially based on recent readings. Frugality is often misunderstood and associated with deprivation or a lack of abundance. However, when approached with the right mindset, frugality can be a powerful tool that empowers you to make intentional choices about how you allocate your resources. As a single mom physician, embracing frugality can bring numerous benefits to your financial journey. First, financial empowerment. By practicing frugality, you take control of your spending habits and prioritize your financial well-being It allows you to be mindful of where your money goes and make conscious decisions that align with your long-term goals. Frugality enables you to save and invest more of your income, leading to the building of wealth faster. This disciplined approach to money management can accelerate your wealth-building journey, helping you achieve financial independence sooner. It also allows you flexibility and freedom. Embracing frugality allows you to live below your means, creating a financial cushion that provides flexibility and freedom in your choices. It gives you the power to handle unexpected expenses, navigate career transitions, and pursue opportunities that align with your passions. So let's look at frugality as a positive mindset. Don't view it as a restriction or limitation, but rather as a positive mindset that allows you to live a fulfilling life within your means. Here's how you can embrace frugality as a single mom physician. First, prioritize your values. Identify your core values and align your spending with what truly matters to you by focusing on what brings you joy and fulfillment. You can allocate your resources accordingly and eliminate spending on things that don't align with your values. Embrace minimalism. Adopting a minimalist mindset can help you simplify your life and reduce unnecessary expenses. Let go of the constant need for material possessions and focus on experiences and relationships that bring true happiness. And remember back to the episode with Jen Bryce, 
she told us that the people that had the cleanest looking houses were actually minimalist. They didn't have a bunch of clutter around. It frees your mind. Mindful spending. So practicing conscious spending by being intentional about where your money goes, I want you to consider each purchase carefully, evaluating its long-term value and impact on your financial goals. Look for ways to save money without sacrificing quality or your well-being. So for single mom physicians, frugality can be an especially valuable tool. And here's why. First, maximizing your income. By practicing frugality, you can maximize the impact of your hard-earned income. This means more resources available for savings, investments, and creating financial security for yourself and your family. Balancing priorities. Frugality allows you to strike a balance between providing for your family's needs and working towards your financial goals. It helps you make conscious choices about how you allocate your resources, ensuring that you can meet your family's needs while also building a secure financial future. And teaching financial responsibility. Embracing frugality as a single mom physician sets a powerful example for your children, especially if you can do so with a positive mindset. By demonstrating responsible money management, you equip them with valuable financial skills that will serve them well throughout their lives. Now remember, frugality is not about depriving yourself or living a life of scarcity. There's a big difference. It's about adopting a positive mindset that aligns your spending with your values and long-term goals. As a single mom physician, embracing frugality can empower you to achieve financial independence and live a life of abundance, purpose, and joy. So achieving financial independence, in my mind, starts with cultivating the right mindset. As a single mom physician, it's essential to adopt these mindset shifts. First, embracing financial responsibility, taking ownership of your financial journey. You need to recognize that you have the power to shape your financial future and make the decisions that align with your goals. If you weren't taught how to do this as a child, join these support groups that help you learn how. Believe in your ability to succeed. It's important to banish your limiting beliefs and have faith in your capabilities. You are capable of achieving financial independence and your circumstances do not define your potential. And third, prioritizing your self-care. Self-care is not just about pampering yourself. It's also about investing in your overall well-being. By prioritizing self-care, you enhance your mental, emotional, and physical resilience, which positively impacts your financial journey. So let's review budgeting and savings, or as you know, I like to call it intentional spending. Intentional spending or budgeting and savings are crucial components of your path to financial independence. So here are some strategies to consider. First, create a realistic plan or budget. Developing this detailed budget or intentional spending plan accounts for all your income and expenses. Track your spending, identify areas where you can cut back, and allocate funds towards savings and investments. Automate your savings. So setting up automatic transfers to a separate savings account or an investment vehicle allows you to treat savings as a non-negotiable expense just like paying bills, to ensure consistent progress towards your financial goals. And next, reduce expenses. Explore ways to reduce your expenses without sacrificing your well-being. Look for cost-saving measures such as negotiating bills, meal planning, embracing minimalism, and finding affordable alternatives for goods and services. Now, alternatively, or in uh, concert with, budgeting and savings and intentional planning and spending is increasing your income. 
because increasing your income can significantly accelerate your journey to financial independence. So here are a few strategies to boost your income as a single mom physician. First, pursue career advancement. Continuously seeking growth opportunities in your medical career can make you consider specializing in high demand areas, taking on leadership roles or exploring entrepreneurial ventures that align with your expertise. Many physicians now have side gigs. So these are the entrepreneurial ventures that interest and excite us and usually help keep our right brain working to help balance all of the left brain damage that's being done every time we work. Leveraging side hustles, again, like side geeks or freelance work that utilizes your skills and expertise, it can provide an additional income stream to supplement your primary job. Next, developing passive income streams. Investing in income generating assets such as real estate, stocks, or business ventures allows you to build passive income streams that provide long-term financial stability and freedom. Now for the big elephant in the room, let's talk about debt management. Managing your debt is an important aspect of your financial journey, and here's how, to ta- how you can tackle it effectively. This is only one way, but I am concerned because I think we've all been kind of brainwashed into paying off our student loans first, sacrificing our own or our family's needs. With interest loans, interest rates on our loans being so much lower than they were when I came out of school at 18 to 22%. It's not always intelligent to pay off our student loans first, but I do understand that it's like an albatross, especially the way it's been beaten into us. If you look at it more like a mortgage than you do like this albatross, it might allow you to take these points into consideration, which really looks at how you want to identify your debt. I really think it makes sense to prioritize your high interest debt first. If you pay off the highest interest debts first, whether they're credit cards or personal loans or even these student loans, and make extra loan payments whenever possible to reduce the overall interest you'll pay, you'll get rid of your biggest expense. Start with the highest percentage and go down systematically, even if that means that you have smaller balances than the others. Now, I agree that if it really is a brain relief for you to pay something off, then sure, go ahead and pay off a lower interest loan. But don't do it regularly or you're going to get stuck with this higher interest debt for a longer period of time. Next, consider consolidating and refinancing. If you consolidate multiple debts into a single lower interest loan or refinance your existing loans to secure better terms, this can help streamline your debt repayment process. Just remember, never consolidate your government student loans with private loans or non-government student loans because if you die, God forbid, if you die, your student loans die with you, okay? So your student loans die with you from the government loans unless there's been a change. So look at your own paperwork. But you don't want to leave your family without anything except your student loan notes paid off. So seek professional help. If you're overwhelmed with debt, seek guidance from a financial advisor or credit counselor. They can provide expert advice and help you develop a plan to manage and eliminate debt effectively. As we continue to explore the intricacies of financial independence and challenge conventional definitions, remember, financial independence is not only about reaching a specific number or magic number or adhering to rigid rules. It's about embracing the art of enough and creating a life that aligns with your hopes and desires. 
So let's explore the incredible benefits of achieving financial independence and paint the picture of what your best life as a financially independent single mom physician can look like. Get ready to dream big and envision the possibilities that await you because freedom and flexibility, reduced stress and peace of mind, setting a positive examples and pursuing your passions, giving back, and most of all, creating lasting memories for you and your children. To me, that's the critical part. So again, let's close our eyes for just a second. Imagine waking up every morning with a sense of freedom and flexibility. Okay, you can open your eyes or not. Up to you. Financial independence allows you to design your life on your own terms. You have the power to choose how you spend your time, whether it's focusing on your career, spending quality time with your children, pursuing passions and hobbies, or even taking sabbaticals to recharge and explore the world. The possibilities really are limited, limitless. It's up to you to set the plan. Reducing the stress and peace of mind once you achieve financial independence is so important. It brings a profound sense of peace and security. As a single mom physician, you no longer have to worry about living paycheck to paycheck or the fear of not being able to provide for your children. You have built, you've, you have built a solid financial foundation and that safeguards you against unexpected emergencies or setbacks. This newfound stability allows you to live with reduced stress, focus on your well-being, and be fully present for your family. Next, setting a positive example is something we really crave as moms, isn't it? And as physicians in the community. But by attaining financial independence, you become a role model for your children and the community. You demonstrate the importance of financial literacy, discipline, and hard work. Your success becomes an inspiration for others, showing them that they too can overcome financial challenges and create a life of abundance and freedom. This takes hard work. It's, it's simple, but not easy, right? But your achievement becomes a legacy that transcends generations. And so that's one of the reasons for me, my magic number really works towards creating generational wealth. But pursuing your passions and giving back is critical. Financial independence opens doors to pursuing your passions and making a positive impact in the world. You have the freedom to explore your interests, whether it's starting a nonprofit, supporting charitable causes, or using your skills and resources to make a difference. You can leverage your expertise as a single mom physician to advocate for healthcare initiatives or mentor aspiring medical professionals. The fulfillment you gain from these endeavors will enrich your life and leave a lasting impact. And finally, creating lasting memories. Picture yourself creating lasting memories with your children. With financial independence, you have the means to create enriching experiences and enjoy quality time together. Whether it's traveling to new destinations, creating unforgettable family traditions, or providing your children with educational opportunities, you can make the most of these precious years and create a strong bond that will carry them through a lifetime. For me, having financial advantages really meant having access. It gave me the ability to give my daughter access to everything she could need or want in order to pursue the career that she really desired. Now, as we wrap up today's episode, I encourage you to dream big and envision the incredible life that awaits you as a financially independent single mom physician. Visualize the freedom, the flexibility, the peace of mind, and the positive impact you can make in the world. Remember, 
financial independence is not just about money. It's about living your best life and creating a legacy that extends beyond yourself. Until then, stay hopeful, stay empowered, and remember that you have the power to take to truly take control of your financial future. For joining us for this episode of Single Mom MD. When you think of additional topics that you would like covered on this podcast, contact me via social media at Single Mom MD. To join the Single Mom MD community, click on the link below for regular engagement and personalized attention to your questions. We look forward to welcoming you into this community where courses and coaching renew your mindset and can change your life. Pick up our article, Genius Things to Do on Sunday, for a successful week at work at singlemommd.org backslash mom.